Yes. Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome. Let the filibustering begin. All right, man, fam, it's that time of the week, bi-weekly, tri-weekly, however often we're able to do this, for news, rumors, rumblings, roundup. And there's a, a few things to dive into here. We got a little bit of trailer talk. We've got a, a Netflix series announcement, and we've got a, a Netflix big blockbuster movie announcement that we're going to talk about. Of course, we'll get to weekly recommends at the end, so stay tuned for that. Obviously, a lot to talk about this week on the recommend side of things, but boys, welcome in Brian Richard to another edition of the Mad About Movies Rumors Rumblings Roundup Jammery Extravaganza. Mm. How are we doing? I'm only only here for rumblings, as always. I'm only Not here for jamborees. Rumors. So that yeah. evens out. Yeah. Big, well, big jamboree guy. We'll start things out, guys, and, and this is I don't know, I guess relevant in numerous ways to the podcast. And this could go any any which way in terms of conversation. Uh, man, did you guys see the Space Jam trailer? Did I? Oh, Ryan, only you just want to take the solo obviously. pod for the rest. Big uh, fan. Yeah. 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 I watched it. Um, a new legacy, know. I should say. It's, you know, it's ready, ready player brawn. That was the, the overworked Twitter joke of, of the week. Um, ready, ready player Box. six. That was, that yeah. was mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, it definitely looks that way. Look, I will say this. I, I'm not that excited about Space Jam movie. I wasn't, uh, I mean, I've watched the original Space Jam as an adult, so I know what to expect from, from this version. I, I, I imagine. Um, but I will tell you that I showed it to my my eight year old and he lost his mind. So I, you know, it's there's a target audience and and I if my son is any and his little buddies are any indication, it is going to hit the target market uh, correctly. So that's that's the important part with with this kind of uh, this kind of movie. And as somebody who's like super into sports and whose kid is not really i mean anything that i can do that will like push him in even slightly in a sport direction then then i'm i'm happy with it so he's he's he is marking he's marked his calendar he's counting down the days he can't wait to go see space jam a new legacy so i'm i'm happy that it's happening i guess yeah absolutely richard do you see the trailer i did i did i thought the animation looked pretty cool in parts um it seems like I'm like a total mess in a good way. Like just a ton of different things going on at once. It seems like kids will love it and that's who it's for. And, you know, I'll watch it. I'll watch it once probably and have a little nostalgia for the original. And, you know, the, the original is a movie I liked quite a bit as a kid, obviously loved, loved basketball growing up, still love basketball, loved Michael Jordan. I love the Looney Tunes growing up. I didn't, wasn't a big Disney kid, uh, but I was a huge Looney Tunes fan as a child but as much nostalgia as i have from that movie i don't know if i've seen it more than once in the last 30 years 25 years whatever um since i stopped you know whenever i put that vhs away for the last time i may have seen it once since so um so it's not one that but i uh, yeah i'll definitely check it out even even obviously i will because we do this show but i'm saying let's remove that yeah i would i'll give it a give it a view it'll be it'll be fun i expect some really cringy acting and some funny uh you know meta looney tune stuff and some cool animation basketball action and apparently a heart you know we've got to save our son uh subplot or main plot and we'll move on <laughs> I, 
Just need I, Bill Murray where, to show up. That's the important part to me. If he doesn't, I I want I want uh, I want it to I want it to be Wayne Knight. Joel Mur- I want Joel Murray to show up. <laughs> I want him to pass it along. Not Brian Doyle though. Perhaps I could be. You getting too much assistance. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've had that uh, that drop of Bill Murray entering in Space Jam as the intro of our podcast, literally for eight years. By the way, the. Da, 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 da. That's him coming into the game in Space Jam, by the way. Uh, so what is LeBron doing uh, voluntarily entering himself in this LeBron versus MJ conversation? Oh, that's <laughs> he LeBron's loves, deal, man. Yeah, he's he been obsessed with that. that yeah. I guess. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 it's just he hilarious wants, to me. It's another thing that we're going to compare yeah. LeBron James and Michael Jordan to. It's like, oh, yeah, they both literally <laughs> did Space Jam movies as well. Now we compare their <laughs> acting and... I'm Their just interaction for, with Bugs Bunny and <laughs> I'm just hyped for Space Jam three with Lamelo Ball, oh, okay. Luca. <laughs> if, and if only we can get a a Lavar cameo, because if there's anyone that I think would thrive in the Looney Tunes universe, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he almost fits there already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he walks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, they might not have gotten Bill Murray for this, but they did get noted comedian Don Cheadle. To replace him, yeah, it's from the funniest <laughs> yeah. House of Lies. The I mean, you're show. gonna like. We need a comedic, <laughs> a, you know, sidekick to LeBron. Mm-hmm. You call yeah. Don Cheadle. It's, it's either him I mean, or you look at the Emmys Mason, from the past few obviously. years, and you're like, yeah. who has consistently been nominated for best comedic <laughs> actor the most? And it's mm-hmm. either Jim Parsons or Don Cheadle, and they're like, huh, or William H. Macy. Cheadle. Yeah. Right. Or William right. H. Macy for get his John Cryer. So I had to, I had to move on. His joke telling and shameless. Well, they couldn't get John Cryer. A lot of people are probably wondering why, because LeBron is a really uh, he's a Nike guy, and John Cryer's Adidas. So they could yeah, just because yeah, yeah. you know the shoe companies run everything. From, yeah, he's yeah, right. <laughs> couldn't logistically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm with you. I I think the animation looks looks awesome. I mean the Looney the Looney Tune stuff looks looks great. I hope mm-hmm. I hope a majority of it is in <laughs> is it animation. I hate to say that, but. I think the uh, like the 2D stuff looks looks awesome. I think even the 3D stuff towards the end of the trailer like in the actual basketball game stuff looks good. But you touched on something Richard that I think was different for us when when we saw Space Jam is that it was a combination of these things of Michael Jordan who we who we loved and yeah. Looney Tunes that we yes. also loved. So Yeah, that's the part so, I was curious about with you Brian. Yeah. So that resonated with Coop. That's cool. Because I didn't think he would even Bugs know Bunny that. and and Daffy, I mean, he's 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 down for it, right? He look the the, the Looney Tunes have have very little um, yeah cachet anymore, and that's sure. right. I mean, there's a myriad reasons for that, but uh, I mean, he but he loves Space Jam. He really likes that movie a lot. He's he's watched it a bunch, and uh, so I, I mean, I think that's a huge part of it. Is just he he recognizes the property. I don't know how. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I I don't know how common that is for eight-year-olds i mean it's just it's that's just a movie that he really latched onto at some point and he's cool. watched a ton of times so i think it i think it's partly that but he i mean there was when the last dance was on last year um you know we'd see ads for it or whatever and he was like is that the guy from space jam you know i mean that's how he knows uh michael jordan and it it's another one of those things again where i, I you know i'm i love sports coop not as big of a deal and and 
So I kind of tried to use that as like, yeah, it is the guy from Space Jam. And also, you know, without really bogging you down with with dad talk, here's here's like here's a two minute video of Michael Jordan highlights on YouTube. Like, let's just let's try to introduce this while while we can. But yeah, he's super into the the property of it all. And and I think and watching the trailer, you know, he he kind of pointed out some of the some of the the Warner Brother uh, character references that are th- obviously not all of them. He's not a big Clockwork Orange guy yet. Um, that's a weird part of this. No, trailer. he is. Not sure, not sure what, but he loves. Yeah, it. According Obviously, to big, big the watch history guy, on your account, so. he's pretty into it. Unless that's <laughs> yeah, you, like, and you need to tell us. Yeah, always between three and five a.m. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah he's big, he's uh, no, yeah, he's not into Looney Tunes, but he's super into Clockwork Orange, the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. And in right. the Iron Giant and Game of Thrones, just, though, just a so. big Malcolm McDowell guy overall, yeah. which I understand. I'm <laughs> he, lo- he loves CPK. Well. He does he likes, big CPK yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, they share that. Yeah, no, he childlike wonderment like, around CPK. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But Iron Giant and some of those others that that you, you know you recognize in the trailer, he's like, oh, look at those guys. So I mean, he he can't wait. Um, so if it's if he is any indication of. Uh, of of eight year olds uh, across the company, uh, the company, the country. I I think they've they've done a good job uh, marketing on this one. I wonder what it would have looked like at the end without Ready Player One <laughs> being a thing, or you know whether they were influenced by that, or that's just people's frame of reference for it, or if that was what it was going to be all along with all the characters sure. at the end and and uh, that thing in the what's in the trailer. I'm excited to see uh, you know. How they can reference the original, what what they play on, if the Quad City DJs are involved at all, you know? How are you going to replicate that soundtrack, man? I know. R. Kelly's gone. That was the biggest, <laughs> yeah, biggest letdown of that trailer, I think, was the the music was eh, pretty lame. All the, you know what? It's simple, guys. All you have to do is bring the original yeah. theme back. Everybody get up. It's That's all you got to do. Right. So yeah. It's awesome. Maybe maybe a different artist. Everyone different gets singer for. Everyone's or I believe I can fly. I'd say I'd maybe get a different singer, but otherwise, yeah, just recreate the album. Seal's still around. Steel can, yeah, yeah. do it. Do yeah, another Steve Miller I'm cover. I'm sure the Quad we'll City the DJs are available. I'll just go ahead and say if if they need somebody, everybody to get up. I remember being in the theater to see Space Jam, the original one, mm-hmm. and that opening montage with that song and like all the highlights <laughs> of Jordan. Yes. I was so, so freaking pumped. Yes. pumped. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I like no. me and my friend went to went home and like he had a trampoline and we were trampolining dunking for like the next three <laughs> days trying to yeah. trying to do the Michael Jordan final oh, scene dunk. <laughs> ma- uh, yeah. No, absolutely. It was, it was a huge I mean, great honest to goodness, like great marketing effort on, on Jordan's part and mm-hmm. And his entire team. And then, you know, to use basically to get Warner Brothers to build a practice facility for him so he could just remind all these NBA guys that he was coming back. Like what a what a baller move. We we goodness. That was it's awesome in, in there too, how he's just playing golf and baseball too, like the yeah. whole time. How he used it. Yeah, he used it for a jumping off point. So what will LeBron reveal? That he's uh gonna pursue professional baseball at the end? <laughs> He always says he could play. He could be a football player. Always says he, he could have been a, a tight end or whatever. So, oh my gosh, I guess. I mean, he's freaking huge. Maybe he should try it. But I, I had a feeling that at thirty six or whatever, it's probably probably a little late. Probably a little late to try that out. 
yeah, man, the animation looks looks great. So I'm excited like excited for that for that aspect of it. But man, this feels like over overdue. I mean, I guess it almost feels Snyder Cut esque because I don't know how many freaking fan posters I'd seen of Space Jam Two of LeBron yeah. for like the last ten years. <laughs> you know, and this is finally a finally a thing. Ryan Coogler involved on the production side. So yeah, it could be could be really fun. I'm sure it's going to make a ton of money. That, yeah. That's for sure. It's coming out on yeah, HBO Max as well. Sure. They, you know, they got good. I mean, they're smart to get Coogler involved and and uh yeah, I mean, I think it could be I think it could be pretty fun. Uh Braun was good in that uh that Amy Schumer movie. I can't remember what the Trade what that movie was. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Um he was he's pretty solid in that. So you don't it's not like you have to be DiCaprio or, or something no. to make this be work. cool if you were though. But I'd yeah. watch, I Michael Jordan was pretty if, much Daniel Day Lewis though. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's actually it's a high bar. Day Lewis. I've it's yeah. culturally inappropriate now, but in, in '96, <laughs> did an incredible so, job. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see DiCaprio though get sucked into DiCaprio's on a yacht with like 19, 19 year olds, and he's <laughs> gets sucked up into a weird server room, and they're like, "You gotta." <laughs> you know, save the universe by playing basketball. And he's like, I don't really play basketball. I can f- probably find someone that does. And they're like, sorry, we're very specific <laughs> about how we save the universe in this. You got to hoop. That's all. I want to take bring you a teammate. It's Toby Maguire. So <laughs> he's like, Oh no. <laughs> Who's somebody that kids love. That's going to show up at the end of this game. Like Bill Murray did. Cause they have to do that in this movie. Who's it going to be? Charlie Sheen. Who? Maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. Charlie <laughs> Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Diane Char- Weist. <laughs> Betty White, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> gonna be somebody super random that they know, like yeah. that mm-hmm. most Jake Paul. Yeah, I was gonna say PewDiePie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about some of the Nazi stuff. It was accidental, but I am in Space Jam too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I'm sure that there's gonna be lots of love here for the younger generation, and hopefully some nostalgia. Hopefully. Hopefully, uh, Bill Murray does show up at some mm. point. All right. Or Larry Bird, maybe. Larry <laughs> or Bird. both. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Well, another thing I wanted to talk about, speaking of sports movies, guys, we got a big announcement today for a sports movie. It's coming into Netflix. Oh, I forgot about this. And it stars <sighs> Kevin James. Mm-hmm. And it's not Here Comes the Boom 2. <laughs> It is because no one listens to my freaking letters. I know. Yeah, it is. Uh, they're doing a movie, and get this: this is real. This is actually happening. If you're listening to this, I'm not making this up. You can look it up. Yeah, someone spent money yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're making a movie of when Sean Payton, the head coach of the Saints, the NFL, <laughs> was 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 kicked out of the NFL for a year because of Bounty Gate. Mm-hmm. Bounty Gate being in the locker room, coaches that were on his team, John Payton's team, were uh, basically paying players to hurt other players on the other team. Mm-hmm. Or saying, hey, if you knock Tom Brady out of the game, that's a thousand bucks. And they were actually doing this. So the NFL found out Tom, uh, Sean Payton was uh, suspended for a season. Sean Payton goes home to uh, Fort Worth, Texas, says, hey, I'm pretty bored. I'm going to coach my son's middle school team. 
because I want to do something in football and I can't coach the NFL. We can't coach in college, obviously. Uh, so yeah, that's the next best thing. And so he did it for a year and then came back to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here they are. Can we talk about that for a second? Like, I want to say this. I, I always still, I felt like bounty gate was overblown. So whatever. It's always weird to me when we're like, this guy it can't be trusted to to coach adults. But yeah, he can go to high school. That's fine. Our Bryles, is yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I let a whole lot of of rapes and bad things happen on my watch, but I could probably put, coach football in Mount Vernon in the high school. Like that's fine, right? Like nobody's gonna be upset about that. Right. It's such a weird thing, man. Like it's just it's so weird that he did this for. I don't blame him. Like I'm sure he was bored out of his mind and. Hey, this is an opportunity to connect with your kid right. that you never do when you're coaching the NFL. And call offenses and keep your mind sharp, at least yeah. thinking about football totally. in some way. But it's just weird that anybody was okay with that. Right. Like, I mean, aren't you suspended for like pretty gross stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe and, this um, isn't the best. Well, all that to say, it won't surprise Richard and I on why it was okay because, true story, the school that Sean Payton went to uh, coach at was the rival school of the school Richard and I went to uh, in high school. And like literally like our school lived to, to beat this school at, at everything. Like we printed shirts, every game we would like cancel class and like get everybody would go there. And it was like a big thing. And uh, lone, uh, so it doesn't surprise me that they fame. would hire him, Brian. Yeah. My lone athletic claim to fame was my senior year, uh, senior night in basketball at the end of the first quarter, Richard Barden, 12. Liberty Christian 10. Right. <laughs> Don't even. It's the best. So, so yeah, that's, a fu- that's funny. And, and it's it's funny now that their head coach is um, Jason Witten, former Cowboy yeah. great, <laughs> is, is now their head coach. Uh, former Monday Night Football. Former Monday Night Football great. Sir. Former Raider great. <laughs> the uh, How would you rank those? Push-up champ of the world. Yeah. yeah. Guinness World Record. I would, yeah, Scott I would rank. harder, sir. <laughs> I would rank um, his time at Monday Night Football ahead of his time at the Raiders, probably. Even <laughs> that was that was pretty rough. What about his his last year with the Cowboys? That's, that's oh yeah, I Richard and I used to do a bit where, and I think it annoyed Kent. I don't know if you you certainly did not seem to enjoy it, Kent. But when you worked for the Cowboys, Richard and I did this bit that that Jason Witten was um, the most like. <laughs> Like try hard, yeah. yes we sir, yes sir, kind of guy. Even use sports teams where it's the kid that's like, Coach, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we ran enough today, sir. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, everyone Sorry, else. I dropped the ball, sir. I'll do four hundred pushups right now, sir. And, and it's like, no, <laughs> the rest it's of the team, Jason, seriously, like, it's fine. It's not the, no, sir, no. And just like yeah. we were, yeah. So every time we mess up at a game, Brian and I would send Ken a hundred texts. <laughs> Kent, by the way, is on the field, like filming. Yeah, he's like literally working at the annoying. game, and we're just being obnoxious about it. Yeah, sir. I have to. No, you were in the right camp. We're just. He wasn't like that, but there were guys that were. I won't. I yeah. won't say who, but yeah, that's that's definitely a I, I thing that still exists in the NFL. Intellectually, that you're right, and that you were there, and you have all the evidence, and I have none of the evidence. But I think you're wrong. Mm. I think he was like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I submit that you have you. I could never prove that, and you're right. right but I just have. It's in my in my soul. I know he was that guy. Does that make sense? But you're right. I'm excited for Kevin James as Sean Payton. I mean, I'm beating oh, around the bush here, guys. Like, man, that's a tough. That's all one. we have to say. Yeah. Kevin James, the NFL. 
Do we get Ray Romano Drama. as Greg Williams or no? <laughs> Who's playing Scott Vegeta? You know the, that's that's the big question to the me. The third that's G in I'm Greg really Williams about. is for genius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah, Scott Vegeta would be a good one. Patton yeah. Oswalt as Drew Brees. It's, it's to bring the whole gang back. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, St- yeah. Jerry, Jerry Stiller as the AD at Liberty. <laughs> oh, come on. Nay, that's too soon. Oh, uh, well, hologram Jerry Stiller. Uh, yeah, we can do Bernie style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Kent, when, when Kent said this story to us today, I was like, could Sean Payton put out a bounty on the producers of this movie? Like, how pissed is he today? Like, really? Maybe Kevin James? I know I'm not like freaking Batista or something, but come on. Like Kevin, Kevin James. Yeah, it's not very flattering. It's like the it's who just, would play you in a movie on. thing. You're always yeah. like, ah, oh, maybe, uh, you know, Brad Pitt, somebody like that. Literally, yeah. Billy Bean got Brad Pitt to play him in a movie. <laughs> yeah, Sha- Sean Payton's literally Kevin, Kevin James. James. <laughs> Real shot across the bow there. That's, that's <laughs> also, Sean Payton's funnier than Kevin James. So there's, you know, yeah, that's there's true. that too. Like, uh, I thought they should cast Frank Caliendo get... as everybody and make it <laughs> <laughs> make it. A... <laughs> they did say Kevin James is going to get down to 260 for the role, so mm, that helps. Well, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, very. It's called Home Team. It's the name of the thing. I don't think they want anything. Spoiler alert. So this is going to be a story about, I guess, him connecting with his kid and then going back to the NFL and not winning anything after that. So I, I, I don't. I don't know the end. By the way, I love Sean Payton. One of the great, one of the great people uh, I've ever interacted with. Shot, shot uh, him for a documentary at the combine and spent a little bit of time with him. So funny. Asked, I asked him a lot about this because I told him. I said, "Yeah, I knew Liberty. You know, I went there, and we talked a lot about that." And he was so nice, so cool about it. But. It's yeah, it's exactly what you said, Brian. It's you got a call one day. Hey, we got we we cast the movie. It's Kevin James, and now you just imagine his face, like oh my god, <laughs> you know, he's like uh, such a nice guy, so deserving, and done you know done a lot for a lot of people, I guess. Um, and it, you know, really, truly has. And um, yeah, that's not not a good way and to be portrayed. Cast is unfunny guy who also is a just a total d-bag about everything like yeah. come on i mean everybody i always say this but like every 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 celebrity is is a jerk like you just expect them all to be a jerk but the stories that you hear on kevin james it's like even by that standard like this guy sucks so that's i'm sure he's thrilled about but i mean i'm sure he's getting a check out of it so oh, who yeah. cares but still like man that's i'd be a little bummed i'd be like can we can we revisit that? Is this a, is there an option? So if you guys or? want to meet Kevin James, just hang out around uh, Argyle, Texas for the next three months. I'm sure they're going to be shooting. Good. Shooting as Thanks. soon as school is up. They're going to be shooting uh, at the at the school. Um, okay. Sorry. One- it was between Kevin James and Kevin Smith. So we did the best we could. <laughs> Sean. Why was it between those Sean two? Sean buys a Peloton immediately. By the way, here's what I said. <laughs> something different, man. Here's, here's somebody I, I legitimately thought of like, who could play Sean Payton in a movie? I was like, hmm, maybe Jeremy Renner, somebody like yeah, that. Yeah. And I looked it up, about, and I was like, but Kyle I don't think Chandler? I don't think he's I don't think he's old enough. And I looked it up. Did you guys know Jeremy Renner is fifty years he, he's old? He's been around a lot longer. Fifty. Than you think he has, I would have yeah. guessed like yeah. thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and that was like on the old side in my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Fifty. Yeah, 
He's been he's been around the block a little bit. And somebody point, I mean, points out like Paul Rudd's fifty two. Yeah, but yeah, Paul Rudd. I've been watching Paul Rudd since nineteen ninety four. I don't feel like I've been right. watching Jeremy Renner. He drinks the blood of infants to stay young. Yeah, clearly. That's true. yeah, so he's evil. Fifty <laughs> years old. I I never. So yeah, that, I guess it proves my point. Jeremy Renner would have been uh, perfect, but yeah, he's got Jeremy some Renner. weird stuff going on on the side. It's probably he does. Probably something to do with it. All right, one more. Got to make music for Jeep commercials. You know, he's busy. So yeah, this movie will be called be coming to Netflix. So maybe we'll be doing an episode on it at some point. It'll be the draft day of 2023. I'm going to talk crap about Liberty the whole time, though. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) Remember when they were? Remember when they were uh, like we were not good in football my senior year. They were pretty good, and then we beat them last game of season again because Bowles just went off. That's a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Bowles did like I don't he know did what so, supplements. Yeah, so some a lot of supplements and and <laughs> that's a movie. That game, yeah, Ryan, like I would. Pay what if one man he was 145 pounds? He he, he got himself no so jacked up that he played nose tackle and took on an entire team. Dude, not kidding. He single handedly won that game and it was incredible. He forced like four fumbles in the backfield. Just <laughs> I don't know on God knows what. What a legend. That so, was the that game tape yeah. legit got me hyped. I remember that. I was like, "Man, bowls! <laughs> what an icon!" It was so funny. All right, well, one more thing I wanted to point out that's that's coming to Netflix before we hit weekly recommends here is I'm surprised this hasn't happened in the past, and uh, we got some some comments on the Discord about about it as well that that it hasn't happened. Uh, a Gundam movie, a live action Gundam movie is happening. From Jordan Vaught Roberts, who did Kong Skull Island, will be doing this for Netflix. And uh, so, yeah, basically, what this is, if you don't know what Gundam is, it's like, uh, you know, mecha robots, kind of like Pacific Rim, but it's its own brand, I guess. And uh, this was a huge series when I was growing up. Gundam Wing was uh, kind of in the anime uh, scene. And I, I thought this would be an awesome movie for a long time because it's giant robots fighting. And, uh, you know, Transformers kind of, you know, started out good and then flamed out. I've, I've thought like with the right maybe director or story or production that this could be something great. It's got huge appeal internationally. I mean, you go to Japan. Last time I was over there, I mean, it's everywhere still. I mean, Gundam is huge over there. And so, uh, yeah, there's certainly certainly a market for it and i'm excited for this but what i'm kind of curious about is that netflix is doing it because it sounds like a big big budget thing that like seems perfect for a theater so hopefully it gets theatrical distribution at the same time because i want to see this on imax uh gundam gundam live action movie sounds sounds pretty cool for old uh you know young preteen kent i would have loved to watch that one Nice. And uh, and thirty three year old no will watch it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have very little familiarity with this. Like, I know, I know the name and the the vague. Like, okay, I kind of know what this the bit is, but that's it. I, I've not, don't believe I've ever seen any of this stuff or whatever. But I know a lot of people were very excited about it. So that's Netflix just throwing money around, man. Mm-hmm. Between that and and the uh, the six hundred billion dollars they're they're shelling mm-hmm. out for for Knives Out sequels and stuff. I mean, yes, yeah, let's talk about that real quick. They're doing well, man. They're doing well. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. I, I don't think we ever did talk about it here on the main feed. So so Netflix, yeah, they they shelled out the money 
for the rights, $420 million to be exact, for the rights to the next two sequels to Knives Out. Knives Out 2, Knives Out 3. I assume Ryan Johnson's finished both scripts. Um, I know yeah, he finished. They still have I, to pay to produce them, right? Right. So they have to take on. I, that yeah, I think crazy. I. So here's here's how I think it worked out. And correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I, I am sure it was like Ryan Johnson had the script. He had a cast in mind. He had budgets in mind for each movie. Here's how much each movie is going to cost, and then throw me some too. Throw you know Daniel Craig some too on top of that, and so all that combined was four hundred twenty five million dollars. And it's you know I don't know, I guess probably too much, but when you when you factor in marketing, you know if if you know Lionsgate or Warner was to to try to put this out, they would spend fifty million dollars on the movie, and then they'd spend another hundred million dollars on marketing probably. Uh, 50 million to 100 million. So it's like, you know, they're probably going to spend that anyway. Netflix has a built in fan base. They can market this as like a, the home of Knives Out. Like this is their franchise now, which will be yep. cool. And I also saw, which we talked about this on text. I said, I, you know, I bet Ryan Johnson just straight up pocketed half of this. And it came out later that Daniel Craig got 100 million and Ryan Johnson got 100 million. So that leaves 225 million. To make the movies, which uh, is plenty, to make two Knives Out movies, which should cost <laughs> yeah. ten million each max. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like I mean I, I love Knives Out, one of my favorite. I've rewatched that movie so many times since it came out, and I'm I'm always here for uh, original ideas. And for, I mean I I dig Ryan Johnson and what he brings to the table, and and Benoit Blanc is a, just a fantastic character. So I'm I'm all here for this. But like one of the benefits of Knives Out from a production standpoint is that it cost forty million dollars mm-hmm, to make. Exactly. So it made a ton of money. It absolutely. I mean, way more than I than I assume. Uh, the and I gotta look up who Lionsgate was expecting when they put that it thing. It made out. like four hundred million dollars domestically. Yeah, it made a ton. It like, made it, it that made much just here. Yeah. Yeah. It made a. It made a. I can look up to what it made total. But like, it, yeah, worldwide three three eleven. There you go. 100, 100, yeah. So. 165 here. I mean, that's, that's, that's fantastic. On $40 million for an original property, that's an incredible haul. Um, but that is a lot of money that Netflix is showing. They way overpaid, man. I mean, holy I'm sure if Ryan, we saw that number, I was like, are you, what? Was that the first number they threw out? Because there's no way Ryan Johnson would have been like, oh yeah, I'll do these with you, but you're only going to give me $50 million on top of it. No thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Screw that. Yeah. You know? I mean, good for them. Yeah. Get get that money, but holy cow! I mean, that's like that is so much too much money for for this. The like, the like, thing about Netflix crazy. is 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 they have so much money. <laughs> We've talked yeah. about it numerous times. Go listen to our past news news episodes with when we talk about Netflix a lot. I mean, they're just they have so they're printing money basically. <laughs> so this is like worth it to them. They're just paying for intellectual property at this point, yeah. name, name recognition, and all that. And they've done a poor. We've we've talked many many times, but they haven't really developed their own in-house movies particularly well. And I'm sure they also see part of it as HBO Max came at them hard with like we are the streaming service for new original movies that you can watch now instead of going to the theater. But then they've sort of backed off of that because, and they're planning on backing off of it. Sounds like completely by 2022 because they got 
a lot of pushback from many, many sources because Warner Brothers never does anything correct. Even when they have a good idea, they don't, they don't do things correctly, it seems like. But, uh, so you, you know that Netflix was feeling the like, all right, we got an opportunity here, A, to, to snatch up some properties that are actually going to be good in addition to performing well. But B, we can kind of, we can, we can see, we can grab that market that HBO Max is sort of, potentially letting go of and and just run with it because we don't really care about <laughs> putting the movies in theaters beyond making them Oscar eligible, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So, I mean, you get why they do it, but still that number feels like four times too big, like maybe even more. I mean, that's just a huge, huge number. Right. If they had said Netflix acquires the rights to them for 200000000 million, I'd be like, whew, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's twice that, more than twice that. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. All right. Before we get out of here, guys, let's hit a quick weekly recommend. Weekly recommends. Uh, Brian, what you got this week? Recommend a series uh, on Netflix. We just talked about Netflix. I'll keep the thread. Um, did you guys ever watch Last Chance You, the the football series? Yeah, I watched they the did? two seasons of it out of the okay. one, what are there four? I yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's right. I did too. I watched the first season and I started the second season and I hate the coach so much. Like he just was the epitome of everything that I, that you hate about bad coaches and you know, people that ruin sports for, for everyone. I could, I, I stopped, I couldn't do it. Uh, but they just started a basketball series and it's, uh, they just put out the first season of it. I think, Two months ago, a month ago, something like that. Anyway, last chance you uh, basketball. It is about the East LA college, junior college basketball program, uh, and it's it's fantastic. I think both of you guys would love it. And uh, the coach is it's, it's the he's the opposite of the the uh, football coach cool. that was in that. I mean, he just he he's he's fiery and he's like super into it, and he goes at the at the, his his players really hard, but he actually like. You can tell, legitimately cares about the kids. He's he's there for obviously to win, but for the right reasons as well. And and all of these kids, with it being a JUCO, you know, all these kids are coming in for like one to two years max, and almost all of them are there because of academics or attitude or. Uh, some sort of off the off the court incident type thing, and so that's what all of them, it's 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 this kid Joe Hampton who I remember from his like recruit like his he because he played at uh, at Oak Hill Academy Richard mm-hmm. um, yeah like five or six years ago something like that and he was like a very highly recruited basketball player but went to Penn State got injured and then got into a bunch of trouble and stuff another kid who uh, probably would have been a tops. 50 ish recruit in the country, but is he can't, he couldn't get his grades, you know, things like that. And so they, all these kids have like real stakes on the line. In addition to they're trying to, to win a title. And, and this, this coach has been at this program for, for several years. And he's like resurrected this school from having like absolutely no basketball, uh, presence or legacy to a, a perennial contender that just hasn't ever pushed it over the top and actually won and stuff. Anyway. It's uh, it is fantastic. It's great. It's great TV. The the drama of it, and it takes place, um, not to be spoilery or or give anything away, but it's it's the 2019-2020 season. So as okay. the as their season is coming to a close, 
is like when COVID is hitting and stuff. And it's how did so, that turn anyway, out? That was no big deal, right? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. We yeah, were, they continued on and won the championship. Yeah, it's it. a hoax, it's, right? Yeah, I think we all agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, great, great needle drops as well. Great, cool. all the kids. You're just like super. I mean, you know, I've worked with kids forever and like all, all of these kids, I just want to be like, can, can somebody please just hug this guy? Like you just, and you're just dying for like, can you just please make one right decision? Can you please not sabotage yourself? It's just anyway. And I, and I love the coach. All, all three of the coaches on the staff were just to me, were like everything that's right with coaching. Uh, again, just like the, the opposite of, of the football guys. Anyway, loved it. I, I think, I think you guys really dig it. I'm sure. I don't think it's, I think it's kind of a hard knock situation. I don't think you need to be a big basketball or sports yeah, fan human to interest enjoy the series. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My, my wife does not care about sports at all, but she wants to watch hard knocks every year. Cause it's, you know, it's super interesting from a, from a human interest standpoint. And it's, it's similar here. So anyway, check that out. Last chance you on, uh, on Netflix. Awesome. What you got, Arby? I've got, you know, more basketball content between that. Brian's recommend, mine recommend, and Space Jam. B-Ball, have you ever said, I've got a podcast, a kind of mini series called Death at the Wing. Oh, uh, nice. Have you have you heard about this? It's from uh, Adam McKay's company. It's about, yeah. you know, basically the the cultural it's sort of a macro look at the culture around basketball in the late 70s, early early 80s, and then kind of all the way through the 90s, really, with with when bias dying. With a lot of uh, NBA players and, the, and cocaine and a lot of the culture around that, uh, the war on drugs, everything. Um, so it's a really interesting narrative podcast. Um, there's, I think, three episodes up now, and uh, it's great. It's it's super fun. It's it does a great thing of you know the Adam McKay trick of of taking sort of heavy stories and and making them really accessible. I'm kind of excited that he's in this narrative podcast game because he has the right tone for it. Mm. Uh, I think it also sets as a, a good counterpoint because he's also making this HBO show about the Showtime Lakers. So kind of an interesting uh, B story to do the what else was happening in the NBA outside of the Celtics and Lakers uh, it, during that time. So really interesting. Uh, again, kind of like what Brian said, it's more of a human interest narrative um, than, than really sports, but around the world at, at sports and using sports really as a, as a lens to look at society at large during that time. So any, honestly, in, in society now all the way through. So, uh, death of the wing, um, from three uncanny four, uh, it's a podcast. You can get it wherever you get podcasts. And I'm, I'm assuming you know where to get those because you know, you're listening to this. Kent, what about you? Yeah. Side recommend for that. I don't know if you guys have listened to it, but I wanted to recommend it to you guys. Have you heard the, uh, the new pod we do, we're doing on the athletic shattered. Dude, it's terrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just immediately dunk on your no button. <laughs> no, I have it. It's on my queue. I'm excited. I'm going to listen to that. I'm excited. Yeah. So the the company I work for, um, I I I do only um, NFL, and I do one NBA show, the Mavericks um, show for us. But uh, the NBA per, uh, team has has done a, a narrative show about the downfall of the Knicks for the past twenty years. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> basically. Uh, you know, the late nineties into the Knicks to um Phil Jackson, Christoph Sporzingis, trying to get LeBron, a uh, bunch of interviews, stuff like that. Chuck D is the uh, narrator from Public Enemy. Cool. So uh check nice. that out. Gosh. Um so yeah, I That's think there's secret. an episode a week for the next four or five weeks or something like that. So so check that out if you like uh basketball um podcast content. It's called Shattered on uh on your podcast platform of your choice. Uh it's a Sports heavy podcast, I guess. I'm going to recommend a sports documentary 
uh, that I, um, uh, recently watched. I, I talk about more, um, in our throwback this week, we're doing all the president's men. So if you like that movie, all the president's men, we, we, we go in, in depth there, but I talk a little bit about how I've been on a, on a little chess kick lately because I grew up playing and I'll go back and watch documentaries or play a little bit every now and then when I get some free time. And I hadn't seen this documentary and, and finally got around to, to seeing it. It's called game over Kasparov and the machine. And it's about Gary Kasparov, uh, and his, um, I guess playing against the IBM computer deep blue in the late nineties. And it was this big event where the grandmaster of chess for the past 20 years was going to play against the computer. And it was truly going to be the first, you know, real Turing test of can machine beat man at, uh, you know, I guess the most intellectual ta- uh, task, I guess at that, at that time, you know, cause that was, I guess something hard to replicate. And I didn't understand, you know, I, I thought like my iPhone could just beat a grandmaster in chess, you know, because of how powerful computers are. But I didn't understand how many variations of chess there are, how many different variations of every move, every game, every possibility of every move, that it's hard for even like supercomputers to calculate. And so it took IBM years to make this this machine. And, and um, you know, the grandmaster w- went and faced it and basically – like a world championship match, like six, six games against this computer. Fascinating documentary. I don't want to give it away, but it gets kind of controversial, uh, what the match does and some of the circumstances around it, but it's really good. It's called game over Kasparov and the machine. Uh, there's a book about it too. I'm not sure what it's called, but, um, just look up deep blue versus Gary Kasparov. It's a, it's a very, uh, very fascinating, um, I don't know, wormhole to go down, Wikipedia wormhole, if you want to want to do that. But um, it needs to be a movie. It really does. It needs to be like a movie. Somebody needs to play him. I think Oscar Isaac or somebody should play him. And and it's it's got, there's some elements that are like, I don't know, some great, great movie moments could happen in the movie. Um, they did a movie a couple of years ago where with Tobey Maguire, where he was Bobby Fischer. Did you see that one? Uh, Pawn Sacrifice. Did you ever, guys ever see that Didn't one? see it, but I, I remember it being out yeah, there. Yeah, that, that one was good. That one was good. Uh, but yeah, man, Queen's Gambit. Now's the time for chess content. We need it. Let's bring it on. <laughs> uh, so that's my recommend is that doc. And nice. uh, that that's a fun one if you're into that kind of thing. All right. This this has been uh, the News Rumors Rumblings Roundup for for this week. Maybe we'll be back next week if, if things happen. Who knows? Um, but in the meantime, check out our uh, Discord, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. You should sign up for that and get all those throwbacks and AMAs and all those bonus episodes we always mention on here. And that's uh, free of charge when you uh, when you sign up for the Discord. Also, um, we're excited next week to maybe be joined by a special guest to talk about an Oscar-related movie. We'll tease that. That'll be the teaser. Uh, but until then, we'll see you soon, hopefully, at the cinema. Goodbye.